0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a quick episode of the All-In Football Fantasy Premier League show. Uh, I am your host, the FPL guru, Alex Rex, and just giving you a quick and brief run uh, uh, down of a few questions that have been sent in to me before game week 38, the final game week of the season. We're really looking forward to our wrap-up pod that we're going to do next week, um, and I uh, still want to hear your ideas for our awards to, uh, to hand out to uh, to different people managers and players uh, and then also if you guys wanted to, to get in touch about listen, the whole point of us doing the podcast in the first place was to be aimed at people who uh, probably didn't play it as often and maybe were playing it for their first full season and also a group of mates playing in their league so little things of what you've learned this season in particular that you're going to take moving forward as a fantasy manager would be great well, a, bit of a bit of a reflective podcast one of your heroes your villains the lot so that would be great if you could get in touch with us anyway DM me, text me whatever you need to do uh, it would be great if you could help put Together uh, and compile a really great piece of content for us to put out, uh, put out next week. But we still got one game week left of the season, um, and um, well done to our manager of the week for last week, which was Barry Stokes. Congratulations, Barry! Um, you have uh, it leads us on nicely to just just mentioning the uh, the cup final that he faces Jack Halcroft in. So that's the uh, the big cup final. Who's going to be the first ever winner of the All In Football Podcast Cup? Barry Stokes versus Jack Halcroft. Um, So, yeah, very excited to see um, how that one turns out there. But 113 points, Baz, well done. Even though you got your captain actually wrong, you had the four big hitters from the game week. Uh, so um, sorry about shouting Danny Ings out as a captain. As you can see from my very head, it was horrendous. Uh so uh, definitely not the right move. But you had Vardy Richarlison Madison and Barnes. So well done. Um smashing, smashing week from you. Uh shout out as well, um, to because I know it really winds Jack up to, to Heather, only three points off being manager of the week again. Very, very close. Um, with uh, with her free hit played. Um she's uh in the 214th in the world out of the amount of managers that joined in game week 34, which is, I got to scroll down as far as 3,000 and got bored. So she's doing really well there. And if Jack had let her play a bench boost, um, she'd be 64th out of all those managers. But there you go. Nice. But well done. Well done to, uh, to you for the big battle at the top of the league. Um, for the final for the for the winner who's going to win the league um shout out to go adrian chippendale and gavin webb ajfc two phenomenal seasons um i think it'll end up being between the two of you i can't see uh, can't see jeff pulling at 41 points especially with gavin between so it looks like one of you one of you guys at the top of the league is going to be uh, going to be taking down the first ever trophy um so uh, yeah nail biting nail biting stuff About 26 points in it going into the last game week so Anything can happen there. Anything can happen at all. And also for the final manager of the month award, Barry Stokes is smashing, smashing month. And uh, Heather, you're right there. You could claim a manager of the month. You are very, very close. Only 19 points behind Baz. Um, Callum, nice one in third. You've uh, already already uh, won the accolades, So. You know, calm yourself down, lad. Let uh, let one of the other two take it, and then Jacks had a really good one. Uh, podcast team's not done too bad in seventh. Um, so let's uh, let's get on to your questions. And to be fair, both of them have, both of them. All your questions are surrounded sort of two main topics. Um, and it was one of the main ones was discussing fixtures for the final day of the season. If you're considering um, a player to bring in, who is it? Do you, who do you bring in, and how many hits do you take? Um, salary replacements, stuff to do with um, you know, players that might be missing and might be out. I'll do. I'll cover a couple of headlines first of all from the uh, the team news and the research I've been doing this week. It looks like Kane will play, even though um, he had a bit of a bug, or maybe even a bit of a food poisoning. It looks like Kane will play, and then it looks like most Salah was pictured in training. Um, it, it looks like he'll feature, but it's not a guaranteed start, and that is what makes me think it's. No, I mean, let's let's be honest, I've had a, one question about bestseller replacements. The question is, who's the bestseller replacement if you don't already have Son? And also, is it worth taking a minus four to get Kane in, transfer out one of your um, cheaper strikers and then put in a, a cheaper midfielder? Um, it depends who you can afford, but the short answer is yes, yes. Um, I think they've got by far got the, the the best the best fixture of Spurs going into the last day of the season. Um, I know it's Norwich away, so technically in terms of predicted points on the screen right now, you're looking at uh, 1.6 rather than 1.9, which Chelsea've got against Watford at home. But you know, still they've got Norwich, um, and they're also playing for something, so that makes a really big difference. Um, so yeah, how many how many hits is too many hits? I'll 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 cover that one whilst we're whilst we're on it. Um, I think minus four maximum uh, really in coming into the last game of the season because you take hits for longer term. Um, normally, you know, it's not just for one week. Um, the minus four is is very much worth it if you're replacing a player who's not going to play at all, um, especially someone who's not guaranteed to start um, and, and is a big doubt. So that it's well worth a minus four still then because you've just got to think about it logically. Um, if you think you're obviously going to bring in a player who you think is going to return. So if they return and you're going to get no points for a player, then you're going to be at least, at least plus one if they get an assist um, because they're going to get five points and the player would have got no points and you're taking a minus four. So you're one in one in, one in profit, as it were. Um, so it, it's a no-brainer for me to take a minus four if you're replacing someone who's, who's not going to play. Um, someone who's a doubt to start, yeah, if you can afford them, um, afford a good player to replace who you think going to return again, it's worth it. Too many people take too many big points hits going to the last game week of the season and it, it's not worth really taking any more than a, a minus four unless you're replacing players that... Aren't going to play at all, or you're really just throwing the kitchen sink at it, and you're taking a minus eight to bring in some random captain. You're trying to make up forty points, but you've got to realise you're going to make up forty eight instead of forty. So it, it's not not worth it. So not worth it so much. Um, but players to bring in this week, obviously Sonny for is the obvious, um, and he's obviously the ob- he's obviously the obvious. I'm using this word a lot. Uh, Captains, he pick as well uh, alongside Harry Kane. Uh, of course, again, the obvious picks, they must win to really to make top four. So um, they're the obvious picks and they're also playing Norwich who are down. Um, but look at the teams and look at the players who have got something to play for still. So there are eight teams who have something to play for still left in the league and they are playing in eight different matches. So each of those teams are playing somebody who has nothing to play for. So you would have hoped that they might have that tiny edge about you know that extra 50/50 tackle, that extra two hard yards to run, that extra the difference it makes at the top elite level of sport, um, maybe they're the best teams to back. Um, there's, there's no exact science to this, but you, you'd, you'd think that they would be. And those teams are Arsenal who are playing Everton, Everton, who have put absolutely everything into that palace game. Um, that was a huge one for them. I, I still think Arsenal win that game of football. Um, I I think I won't be transferring any Arsenal players out this week but I also probably wouldn't really be bringing any of them any of them in other than maybe someone like Saka if you are taking Kane out, so Kane out, Salah out and putting Kane in and then you need to, you can only afford Saka. Um, He's the sort of player that you would look at. At Leeds are playing Brentford. I still wouldn't touch Leeds. I know you just don't know that game's going to go. Really, you know, obviously for all the Leeds fans that listen and I've got a soft spot for them, of course. I really hope that they do it. Um, But Brentford are a decent side in format. I wouldn't touch Leeds. West Ham are away at Brighton. Now, it's interesting, that because there's been a couple of interesting players that you could look at there. I mean, Jared Bowen, I think, has got three goals and three assists in his last three appearances, and everyone's kind of been overlooking him because he hasn't had a double game week since game week 21, I think it is. So, you know, admittedly, I've overlooked him a little bit because he's not fitted into my plans, or fit into my plans, uh, whatever the right English is there. Um, he, he's someone to consider. Because he's someone also of value, he's he's gone down in price as well, and even in that game, Trossard's still been delivering. And you know what he's like; he's a streaky player in form, so he's someone to consider um, in in those matches. Burnley are playing Newcastle. Newcastle, are one of the most, I think, the third the third best form team in the league since January, something along those lines. Anyway, and they're right up there, and they are playing uh, playing Burnley. Burnley have everything to play for, and they're at home, so. It, it, tricky, one tricky game to get involved in again. There, Burnley need a draw. Newcastle will just be out to try and do the best they can do to beat them. Nah, just I, again, I wouldn't touch players in that game. Chelsea play Watford. Chelsea at home against Watford. Who knows who what team Tuchel's going to put out there? um But you know, again, is their, their their holds the holds definitely not don't sell like you have hurts as you James your Alonso as these guys because they could end up being the best picks of the game week quite easily. They're not captain options for me because they could get rotated quite easily. You just don't know what Tuchel's thinking. I mean, there's no reason he'd rotate. There's no reason he wouldn't play James. and no reason he wouldn't play Alonso, really. Um, so, I mean, you, you could captain them as a differential if you're trying to make up 30 points in a mini league. You know you know what Reese James is like? You pop off for 18 points and you could be in having having a great time. Um, but, yeah, still, there you are. Chelsea, um, the other person to, to shout out if, you, if you've got from real, real gambling. You know, you want to go for it. You know, Lukaku, he's been playing, he's been scoring. Why not? Watford at home. Uh, And Watford looked terrible. So, exciting. Uh, Palace, Man United. Again, I wouldn't touch any of these options here, but Man United... I'm creating a narrative in my own head as a Man United fan. Uh, they're playing at Crystal Palace, who've got nothing to play for. Um, they are... Ten Hag is going to be there watching the game. I'm um, <laughs> just trying to come up with reasons why they would do well, but they will want to impress. And You know what these players are like? They're selfish. They're egotistical. They'd, they'd want to perform well in front of uh, Ten Hag for that time. They've had enough time to to rest and practice, um, train for this match, because so, they haven't had a match for nearly two weeks. So um, I wouldn't look past the United options again if you're gambling, but that's uh, I won't be bringing Fernandez in over Son. Let's not worry about that. Uh, Leicester Southampton again. There's nothing on that match. Um, you literally with with with, with Leicester Southampton and Chelsea Watford. Like, there's nothing on these games. That Leicester Southampton game could be nine 0 Obviously, it could be five five. Could be one 0 I literally you could, if you want to put somebody in there. Vardy's been on form. He's got four in his last three. Madison's looking good. He has played a couple of games back to back. You know what he's like. He's made a made a glass. So. It, I'd be struggling to put him in again this weekend. Even Barnes looks better. So again, if you've got you want to gamble, there'll be good differentials. No one's going to have them this week. You know, Madison Vardy; these guys are—they're not going to be there. They're not going to be in in any of the teams in the top 10k really. Who, unless they're you know, top 100k, maybe even they're all going to bring in other people. So, um, but if you can afford to bring in like Madison and Kane for Salah and I don't know, Richarlison maybe. As, as an option, maybe something like that's something you can do. Um, I'd, uh, I don't think there'd be, don't think there'd be too much of a problem problem with that. And um, Richardson's playing Arsenal, but we'll leave that one. Uh, Liverpool play Wolves. I think all Liverpool options are, are, are good to bring in in terms of Mane, Diaz, Robertson, Trent. If you haven't got either any of those guys, um, let's say you, you you're taking out. You're taking out Mo Salah and you're bringing in Son, which means then you can upgrade um, Matty Cash to Andy Robertson. That's something that I can do. Um, I, Matty Cash would be on my bench and I'd start Anthony Gordon this week. It, so I, in essence, I'd be upgrading Salah and Gordon, who uh, Salah might not play in Gordon, to Son and Robertson. It's probably worth the minus four there. But anyway, that's uh, that's the sort of option you've got. Liverpool are going to win that game of football. Man City are going to be Villa as well. Um, as much as Gerard would love to take some points off City, of course he would. Um, Man City will play a first 11. It'll be R- Rodri, um, Bernardo, De Bruyne. Uh, I'm, I'm, again, assuming it'll be Foden and then a mixture of Jesus Mahrez, um, Grealish... And who the hell else plays for them lot? Uh, St- Sterling, of course. Um, so one of those guys. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Norwich and Spurs. And any any Spurs asset um, would be good. Again, they're probably coolers. you should start this time. He's over his illness. So Son Kane and Kulu, I'm going to have all three of them uh, going forward. Sessegnon's nailed. Um, so Emerson Royale, if you wanted to go for a wing-back option. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all there in options. In terms of captaincy uh you if you wanted to again if you wanted to go a left a bit more left field you know you could look at your blue Kakus, maybe even Mason mount Reese James Alonso, any of those guys in the Chelsea game, you could look at um a Leicester option you know Southampton at home they've been looking bottom for XGI conceded in the last like six weeks they've been a bit awful um in terms of defensively so you know you could definitely go for one of those guys as a, as an outside gamble and an outside option. Uh, you could go for a Liverpool player, go for a City player, you know, Mane, Diaz, Trent, Robbo, any any of these guys are, are options, but, you know, staring you straight in the face. You know, Son is your number one captaincy option. I think I saw a poll on on Twitter where it was 70% captaincy. Son, 24, I think it was, 23, Kane. <laughs> and the other 7% was mixed up between just a bunch of random people. So, yeah. Spurs need to win that game of football. They're playing Norwich, were rubbish, and they're in probably some of the best form in the league. Um, personally, it's Son, um, Kane. I say it's, I say it's Son because he's been delivering the points more. But actually, when you look at predicted points, they're pretty much they're pretty much nailed on um, the same amount. And actually, when you look at it um, was it points per ninety. I've gone on this and it wasn't points per 90. I've clicked on this now and I've, I've, I've gambled that I was going to click on the right thing, but it wasn't points per 90. Um, it was, uh, I was looking at total. Son's by far top when it comes down to actual points. But when we were looking at XGI, yeah, that was it. When we were looking at XGI, Son's top for points, but Son's expected goal involvement was, has been 4.5 in the last seven games and Kane's been 6.6. So Son's been performing well above his expected stats but that's a guy in great form and performing well. So Son's in you know, one capsule option. But I really, really, if you, again, if you're looking to make up 15 points this week, for example, you know, we all, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking at a turn a little bit here, but, you know, I think I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure when I look at, for example, people are trying to, to overturn um, points deficits. We wanted to look at Gav's team. Because Gav's not got, yeah, Gav's not got Son or Kane game week 36. So he's going to be bringing in at least one of those guys when it comes down to game week 37. When you look at Adrian's team, um, he's got most Salah, but he's already got Harry Kane. Uh, he's got Emerson Royale. I mean, it's the easiest move in the world for him to get to Salah to Son. So if you're Gav and you sat there and you are wanting to make up points, then your minus four is, can you somehow wangle Kane into your team and, and Anson, and, and then get, try try guess which one of the other one that someone they're going to go with in terms of captaincy you go with the other person because then you don't need to actually go that far out in terms of who you want to go for. Anyway, lots of uh, lots of permutations. And thank you ever so much for everyone for getting in touch uh, and uh, and letting me uh, letting me know what those are for for you guys. Um, yeah, don't forget the deadline. It is obviously Sunday, um, and it's four thirty. The four thirty kickoffs, aren't they? I'm giving myself a second here, so I can actually have a look at the. Is the four o'clock kickoffs? So it's two thirty. The deadline. That's it. So uh, two thirty deadline. Um, make sure you you get your picks in and uh, and get them in and done. And then good luck for the uh, the last game week of the season. And I'm really looking forward to to uh, speaking to you guys uh, and getting you getting your uh, your question your questions and your feedback in on the season. And uh, and yeah, let me know what you think about the awards. So thank you very much for tuning in and I will catch you soon. Bye for now.